drink the beer I brewed. I drape myself in white linen woven by my own hands, making, making, making. My spirit lifts on the wings of a golden hawk. I am the cackle of joy in the throat of the wild goose. I am a child in awe of my own power, filled with wonder, bewildered, awake. I am one of the wonders of earth, full of blood and breath and singing. Even as I dance toward the mountain, even as I dance toward death, I celebrate my marvelous being. I dance with the great ones who writhe and chant, who conjure spirit, the light in the darkness. What can be named can be known. What cannot be named must be lived, believed. I speak of the creator and the creation, the ordinary life lived extraordinarily. I work for the sake of working. The joy of creating is the joy of forgetting everything else. I lean into life. My tongue is fire, my breath is wind. The spirit spits from my mouth. I speak of a chain of events where making leads to making, action to action, love to love. Where the beginning began so long ago, we find ourselves always in the midst of it. There is no rest. The act is now. In your lives, you will make children, make peace, make errors. You will make trouble. You will dance under the sun and moon. As long as you live, you will create life. You will rise and fall many times. It is like the making of a good loaf of bread. You will, you will be Welcome to the Fabled Remedies Podcast, where we invite you to join us on a silly and sacred journey into the mysterious. Our goal at Fabled Remedies is to create a safe community to explore far out ideas and celebrate the wisdom in the weird. My name is Grizzly, and with me as always is the lady to my lord and fellow fabulist, Lucy. Hello. <laughs> we are so excited to share our very first podcast with you all, and thank you so much for your support. We hope to continue to release steady content in the form of music, podcasts, videos, and visual art. It would mean the world to us if you would share, like, and subscribe. And don't forget to check out our website, fabledremedies.com. We have a lot of awesome artwork and products for sale. That is a fantastic way to keep our community growing and get something awesome for yourself or a loved one. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, Lucy, can you say a few words about the prayer that we opened up with today? Yeah, absolutely. So that was a selection from a hymn called Becoming the Craftsman. And that's from the Awakening Osiris translation of the Egyptian Book of the Dead. So the Egyptian Book of the Dead is, it's not really a, a 
book. It's a term coined in the 19th century for a body of texts known to the ancient Egyptians as the spells for going forth by day, which uh, that what a title. Uh, and these were first inscribed on either scarabs or, you know, like coffins by the end of Egypt's Middle Kingdom period. So that was around 1650 BC. By the New Kingdom, scribes started writing Book of the Dead spells on papyrus scrolls. And, um, you know, it became almost like a guidebook, which contained both magical spells and instructions to ensure safe passage through the afterlife, among other things. It also talks about, you know, embodying different aspects, sort of different archetypes, different energies, and how to bring that into your life. So with this one in particular, it's becoming the craftsman. It's all about creation and building something new and sort of, um, you know, using words to bring new life. And what's cool about this translation is this is by a gal named Normandy Ellis. And the thing about translation is that it's not just, you know, this one word means exactly this literal thing. When you're doing a, a piece like this, it's also about the rhythm, the flow, the depth of the meaning of the words that you get across. And I think she does just such a fantastic job of, you really feel the the imagery, the, the energy of what this text is getting across. It's like, you almost feel like, you know, the mists on the Nile. And um, I don't know. I just, I think that it, it just invokes a very strong um, sensation when you read these different pieces. So I thought this would be nice to start off because, you know, today we're, we're just kind of starting something new, storytelling. And I think that there's nothing that kind of invokes that energy better than uh, this piece for sure. Yeah, I cannot speak highly enough of this translation. Um, she's done an incredible job with this book. As far as the bringing the Egyptian spirit and soul into a text for the modern day reader, you cannot find a better book. I, I, I've been going back to this book for years. As far as and as we dive deeper into a lot of these topics that we plan on going to, there is concepts of the assumption of God forms and poetry and just beautiful invokings that you can bring into your daily practice if that's something you're into. Definitely check it out. So before we get started with the main portion of today's show, we are going to introduce a little segment we like to call the Miracle of the Month. This is where we will highlight a divine encounter or saintly figure from the past, present, or even maybe the future. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. <laughs> well, I think the you know the reason that we decided to do such a thing is that in uh, you know we listen to a lot of these like paranormal weird stuff uh, podcasts, and a lot of times it's framed in a really dark, negative, like scary kind of way. And so we're like into obviously some far out ideas as you'll see as we go along here. However, 
it's you know the fables but also the remedies like a healing sort of positive aspect to it and so basically we just kind of wanted to specifically include a portion where we talk about something that's kind of like paranormal but it's also a really positive thing um not a scary thing absolutely i think we can all agree that especially in current times we have plenty to be afraid of and plenty of negative forces at bay and uh, I think that uh, what we're trying to do mostly with this podcast is to bring a little bit of the lightheartedness and the morals of these stories into our lives so we can feel empowered and have the wisdom and the ability to transcend the confines of the tyrannical forces that seem to want to hold us in place for some reason. Mm, Well said. Let's get out of the box, y'all. So yeah, with all that being said, today we're going to give a shout out to Joseph of Cupertino. Joseph was an Italian Franciscan friar who is honored as a Christian mystic and saint. He was said to have been remarkably unclever. (laughs) Can you imagine if I was like on his you know, on his tombstone or something. Just here lies, remarkably unclever. Joseph Cooper. <laughs> here lies the saint of being remarkably unclever. <laughs> so he's said to be remarkably unclever, but prone to miraculous levitations and a lifetime of intense ecstatic visions that started as a child. So wasn't all that bad. So he applied to the Franciscan friars, but was rejected due to his lack of education. He then pleaded with them to serve in their stables, and after several years of working there, he had impressed the friars with his simplicity of his lifestyle and devotion to God, and was admitted to their order later to become a Catholic priest in 1625. With thousands of witnesses and with written records of over 100 witness testimonies, he was said to have levitated in the air while praying or giving mass around 70 times. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty impressive. It first started one day while he was praying before a broken statue of the Virgin Mary. St. Joseph certainly didn't do himself any favors by levitating. The church was embarrassed because levitation was historically considered demonic and was associated with witchcraft. He was investigated as part of the Inquisition and was confined to a small cell. Eventually, he was sent away to live with and be observed by Capuchin friars for most of his life, so they pretty much just put him on house arrest. But it wasn't all bad because today he is celebrated as the patron saint of astronauts because his movements through the air supposedly resembled the slow, fluid movements of an astronaut walking in space. And that is why today that we are going to celebrate Joseph of Cupertino. And it proves that even us dummies have the ability to levitate to embrace our supernatural abilities and put our mark and name into history. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like this is the only story ever of somebody levitating. I mean, it's actually like, I feel like there have been quite a few stories about that in 
like the yogi tradition, um, you know, some monks up in the Himalayas. I feel like I've definitely heard about, you know, real stories of people doing that. So, um, you know, it just goes to show the, I think that humans are actually capable of way more than we give ourselves credit for. And um, apparently this is a guy who figured it out as far as levitation goes. Yeah, and very well, I mean, Ritual levitation is something that can be found in grimoires and from magical texts, arcane texts from all over the world, whether it be Egyptian, Greek, uh, like you said, uh, in Tibetan uh, yogic traditions. So we might at some point in the future just do a whole podcast on uh, the stories and accounts and techniques of invoking levitation. Oh, yeah, why not? Mm, why not? So that was the miracle of the month. Today we really just want to take a little bit of time to focus on the essence of storytelling and just how the power of stories, whether they be from the past and how they've come down to modern times, how you can live your story, your life as a story, and how it can empower you and help you navigate through all the things you're facing today and how these stories have been passed down from the beginning of language for the history for the meaning for the connection of beings and this is the most powerful tool we have in our arsenal and uh, we just kind of want to take a little bit of time to talk about what that means to us and going forward with this podcast we really just first thought we should kind of touch up on the meaning of fables and the meaning of stories and how to use those in modern times. But before we do that, we're going to take a little bit of a music break. And on the other side, we're going to come back and really just kind of talk about this topic and dive in a little bit deeper. Bigfoot, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. are the stories that embody the living essence of emotion and wonder of what it means to be a human being. Powerful tales of the collective spirit born from the rush of a felt present moment of experience. So overwhelming it lit the imagination of our ancestors and invoked an unquenchable longing for explanation. What could take the place of all the gods and goddesses, fairies, angels, and magicians? 
What name and purpose could be given to a gentle summer rain or a titanic volcanic eruption? What voice could call the seas to stir and cover ancient mountaintops with blankets of eldritch fog? What force could motivate the stars to gather dancing rocks about them, populated with gases, moisture, and flesh? Untold ages ago, your grandmothers and grandfathers gathered around open flame and with the power of breath made gods, heroes, and themselves immortal. Because these stories are now, even if subconsciously, the archetypes and voices inside our hearts and minds today. Mythology, folklore, and fables are a melting pot of all the things that modern times we separate into tiny boxes for our own comfort. Science, history, and religion could all be expressed, remembered, and passed down by the craftsmanship of words. We have become trapped in our own illusions of song, dance, and colorful symbols, arguing about whose word to express this and that is the correct one. To save the world and our place in it, we must once again awaken to the feelings and the essence of the world's mythologies. We are more connected to each other physically than ever, and now is the time we can bridge the gaps in our understanding and awaken to the magical existence we are all sharing. This life has always and will always be a marvelous mystery to us, and it's up to us to celebrate and respect it the best we can. Right now, I invite you to take things a little less seriously. We are all in this together. We are all going to die, so let's make the best of this mystical situation. These stories are deeply empowering, packed with wisdom, moral, and lessons, regardless of the geographical locations or the era that they spawn from. It's my belief the divine is an inherent root giving life to all the world's traditions if you can peel back the mask of actors and see the theater for what it is. In the beginning there was the Word, and the Word was God. I really like that piece uh, for a couple of reasons. One of the main things is I like how you talk about taking things less seriously. Because honestly, I think that's probably one of the reasons why it has taken us so long to do this thing when like in our very first conversations together, we were like, wow, we have some weird, we have some weird chats. <laughs> this would probably make a good podcast. And it's taken us this long. And for me personally, I think one of the reasons uh, when it comes to any aspect of creation is that I'm super self-critical. I'm always like, oh, it's stupid, I did terrible. Um, and that's something I'm specifically working on. So this is great for that. But I, I think that's really important to remember, not only to take yourself and life less seriously, because I mean, why not? We only have one. Let's enjoy it. But um, also the other point from that is how in modern times, I feel like we have this idea that we are now the most advanced that we've ever been as a humanity because we have like AI and chips that go in your brain and that kind of stuff. But in the past, there's so much wisdom and it's important to not only look towards the future, but also look backwards to the past. And there's always more to learn. So I love that. So this is podcast is fabled remedies and 
personally, one of the things that I would like to infuse in it is not just the um, the enjoyment of community storytelling, you know, passing meaning that way, but also to infuse each episode with some aspect of healing, whether it is learning about something in the past or something that is happening currently, some specific methodology that may be helpful to people out there. Um, but as today we're talking about storytelling, uh, first I wanted to read a selection. This is from a blog I discovered recently called Myth and More by Terry Windling. And she, if you check out her blog, seems like a gal that I would definitely enjoy sitting down and having a cup of tea with. Um, but she goes more into the sort of historical aspect of storytelling and healing. So I just wanted to read a little bit of that because I love how she worded it. There has long been a mythic link between storytelling and the healing arts. So much so that in some ancient societies, storytellers and healers were one and the same. In many Native American cultures, illness indicates that the patient's life, spirit, or relationships have gone out of balance and harmony. A restoration of spiritual balance is required before a physical illness can be cured. Among the Diné, or the Navajo, in the high desert of northern Arizona and New Mexico, health and longevity are attained by walking in beauty, that is, living in harmony within oneself and with the natural world. If this harmony is lost, it can be restored through elaborate, days-long ceremonies, during which some of the most ancient, sacred stories of the tribe are chanted and painted in sand. In a number of indigenous traditions, the word medicine does not refer to the pills or tonics that we take to cure an illness, but to anything that has spiritual power, and that helps to keep us walking in beauty. Words can be strong medicine. Stories can touch our hearts and souls. They can point the way to healing and transformation. Our own lives are stories that we write from day to day. They are journeys through the dark of the fairy tale woods. The tales of previous travelers through the woods are passed down to us in the poetic, symbolic language of folklore and myth, where we step someone has stepped before, and their stories can help light the way. In the work that I do on a day-to-day -day basis, I am an outpatient therapist. I work with kids, I work with adults, but the modality that I usually work from is called cognitive behavioral therapy. And in this one, it's basically you are trying to figure out what are the thoughts AKA the story, the perspective that you're telling yourself that is running through your head and then determining how that story affects your emotions, affects your actions. Um, but even more specific than that, another one that I have discovered recently is called narrative therapy, which I believe came about originally in the 1980s. And this one is even more specific for storytelling because what you literally do is you take the events of your life and you break it down into chapters 
for different events in different sections of the book. And you can do it up to the current moment. You can write into the future if you prefer. But what you're doing is, even though the events may be objective from the outside, it's your story. So you get to determine subjectively what that story means, what those events mean. Are you the damsel in distress in your story or are you the heroine? And you can write that story in any way that um, makes sense to you, that you can put meaning into the events of your life, no matter how painful, no matter how um divergent different events may have been from each other, you get to take all of that and put it into a cohesive story that is the story of you. And in putting that story together, there is a strong potential for healing because you're taking events that may feel meaningless and like, why did this happen? But when you put it into context of a whole story, then you're saying, look, this is who I am. And, and you know, this all has ties to like with Joseph Campbell, the hero with a thousand faces, the, the hero's journey. You're basically taking the story of your life and putting it into sections where it's like, okay, here's where I'm starting out. Here's, oh, here's where some troubles are coming up. Ah, here's the climax, the peak intensity of my life. And then now here's the resolution, me starting to put myself back together. Um, but it's your story. And so basically, I just love that it's taking storytelling and using it for healing purposes. And that's something that has been happening for millennia and we're still doing today. And I think personally, a huge problem we have in modern times is our lack of the feeling of connection of being a human and being connected to a culture having a story that animates your existence and my passion that i really want to express with this project is to remind people that they are the heroes of their own stories and we really need the to feel animated to feel a part of what we're experiencing because now it's so easy to be hypnotized into technology and to go about your life without making eye contact without communicating to each other like a zombie you're just consuming going through the motions and all the stories that have given us the motivation to be what we are and to make and to become and to find the potential as being lost in senseless hypnotizing technology that is taking us out of our story and is t we are consuming more than we are creating and that's what terence mckenna said always guard against is make sure you are always creating more than you're consuming and so this is definitely for us personally an attempt to do that to not just consume 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 but to take all of that and to blah, put it back out there in the universe and to try to make something fresh make something new and hopefully to entertain to inspire or at the very least to have some fun and perhaps build some community so thanks everybody for tuning in this has definitely been fun it's been weird <laughs> 
recording yourself for the podcast for the first time. So, uh, you know, many thanks for joining us on this journey. And uh, I look forward to seeing, you know, what happens from here. Yeah, this is really just a short kind of intro to get the get the energy moving to introduce ourselves to you all. We really appreciate any feedback. Please email connect to the show. If you have any weird stories or any topics that you would be interested in us uh, talking about and any stories that you want to hear on the podcast, please reach out and let us know. Uh, Like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. And, I want to leave you all with a little quote from William Shakespeare today just to think about and to let all this stuff kind of set in and remember like you're the hero of your story that you're looking for and life is as magical as you will let it be. All the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrance and one man in his time plays many parts. Ask yourself today, what part are you going to play? What, wink, mask are you going to put on to present yourself and take yourself into the future? What story are you going to tell with others and what story are you telling yourselves? Thank you everyone again so much for joining us on the first episode of Fabled Remedies. Definitely make sure to check out fabledremedies.com and to subscribe to our pages Please email us with any strange stories or topics that you may want to hear us go over on the show in the future. All of our music on the show today can be found on our SoundCloud through the website. Thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you all soon. The act of creation continues. (laughs) Many blessings. Thanks.
Thank mm-hmm. you.